Welcome to the Maximus Podcast Live with Joe Sabula, Byron Godfrey, and the great one, Bobby Maximus. I don't like to call myself that, but Mr. Byron calls me now. Uh, we're going to pay some bills. We're sponsored by 10,000, 10,000.cc. Use code Maximus15 for a discount. We're also sponsored by Lalo Tactical. Go there, get yourself some Maximus shoes. Use the code either Maximus50 or Maximus20. I don't know if the 50 is still active. Try that one first. Get your little half price shoes. That doesn't work. At least get yourself 20% off. Now the bills are paid. Uh, Byron, do you know anyone in Minnesota that can go over to Joe's house and take his shoelaces and his belt? What's about to happen to Joe, man? (laughs) Aaron Rodgers said on a radio show either this morning or yesterday that it's probably his last year in Green Bay. And then it sucks, but it's his time to move on pretty much. And I'm just wondering how you're doing, Joe. Now, I got to tell you, whether you like Aaron Rodgers or don't like him, quarterbacks that good do not just fucking appear out of magic. No, you know what I mean? no they do not. They do not. <laughs> Joe, you, know are you okay? I, I'm all right. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, Green Bay will get by. Like, we've had – dude, I lived through the Mikowski era, okay? Like, I know what change is about, and I know what it's worth. In the long run, like, it'll work out. Our, our team will, will, will be back. They're a championship team. They'll continue to be a championship team. Are you it's telling just, yourself this, or do you believe that? I believe it. I mean, go back. Super Bowl one. Who won that one? Super Bowl two. Like, there's there is a history here. Did and, you say Super Bowl one? Yeah, Super Bowl one. They won the first Super Bowl. Did you did <laughs> you not know that? One. No, but but my point is, you use Super Bowl but, one as a reference to how. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, there is history here. It's not like they just popped this team up when Aaron Rodgers walked in. They were good. They were good with a different quarterback. So I'm not married to a quarterback. Do I think they treated him like dog shit? Yeah, kind of they did. You get what you get. I mean, you can't you can't play these games like this and and not give him the support and then and then like hold his feet to the fire that he doesn't have enough like Super Bowl rings right now. Like it ain't on Aaron Rodgers. But I, I figured the team what you know, whether whether Rodgers sticks around or whether they find another quarterback, like they they will attract a high caliber quarterback again. You know, Aaron Rodgers wasn't gonna last forever. So I'm not I guess I'm just, I'm not married to a quarterback. You know, I, I feel like there's, there's enough of a tradition enough of a history and enough of a long-term vision that they're not just going to jump into what the Vikings have done for ages, which is just like find a new quarterback every season. And hopefully one of them just sticks. I think they're they're They'll be smarter than that. I hope, but I thought they would be smarter than this whole thing. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucking, I just, I just loved his honesty. Mm-hmm. They were asking about him, hoping to get a hot take, and he gave it to them. He's like, it's probably my last year. There's only been, like, one quarterback in the last 20 years to not start past year two, and that was me, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they're going to want to play him, and so this is probably my last year here. Like, I like that he just took all the tension out of the air. This is the Aaron Rodgers I like. He just told it like it is. Well, and, and yeah. for him, it's like now, now they have to make a choice. Either it's going to be the Aaron Rodgers show and, and he has like everything he ever wanted so that he doesn't want to leave some sometime, or it's going to be exactly what he said. And it's no reflection on him, but he, why would he sit there and take that? He can go literally anywhere else and make a ton of money and have a ton of fun. Like go for it, man. Do you know how good he would be if he went to play for like Belichick in new England instead of mm-hmm. playing for a classless organization? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh man, this is how it's going to be today. 
Okay, this now, Joe, I'm, I'm done with you. Byron, you're not off the hook either. Because last night something <laughs> happened that made me very happy. The Houston Astros, huge cheaters, were playing the Los Angeles Dodgers, not cheaters. Uh, if you don't know the story, the cheaters, the Astros, cheated blatantly. Dodgers did not cheat. And the Dodgers pitch, pitchers were throwing 96-mile-an-hour fastballs at dudes' heads last night. And, and Dusty Baker, their, their manager, was crying about it, but he's a cheater too. It was just wonderful. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this. <laughs> okay? I'm going to need you to watch how you talk about my boys. Okay, second of all, you maybe, mean, that, you maybe mean the, the Dodgers... Huge, you mean the huge the Dodgers, The Dodgers just didn't get caught. You mean the huge cheaters... The Dodgers just not just didn't get caught. That's all it you is. You mean the most blatant cheating scandal in the history of sports? Well, are we talking about the Patriots now? Uh, I was about to say that we're talking about the Patriots. Because <laughs> uh, they got over it too now. Man, they were throwing 96-mile-an-hour fastballs at dudes' heads. Fastest way to get ass whooping, I'm just telling you. <laughs> That's the happened? absolute fastest way to get ass whooping. It's the you consequences know it. of cheating, Byron. Say what? It's the consequences <laughs> of cheating. <laughs> Man, please. Oh. I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, you, ain't cheating. Get ass you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Come on. Uh, Joe, you, Joe, you took the words right out of my mouth. Baby. <laughs> you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Yeah, a lot of money on the line. A lot of money on Boy. the line. And, and frankly, if, if you're going to take some chances – doesn't this year seem like the, the year to take some chances? Because, like, it may not count in the big picture anyway. Like, go ahead and screw well, some stuff up. It's, it's last year they cheated. But this year, taking chances, Joe, to your point, there were no – the NBA bubble's working well, apparently. Yeah, the, the MLB no, one is not, and that doesn't bode no well. It doesn't death. bode well for the NFL virtual bubble, which doesn't even exist. There were 14 <laughs> players on the Marlins that tested positive alone for COVID. Baseball, I, I don't think we're getting baseball or football this year. I don't think they can control it. In fact, there's a significant amount of football people that have opted out of next season. Like it's not like, the, the, yeah. that said I ain't playing. The Patriots had a lot of those guys. Yeah. Six a lot of their starters. Yeah. Does that strike you as odd that all of them are from the one team? Like, maybe they're trying to tank to get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a coincidence. It's a coordinated effort. Why would they tank effort? to get Trevor Lawrence? They got Cam Newton. And Bill they're Belichick, man, he's, he's on a whole another level. When the Patriots, nothing happens by accident over there. They didn't just, like, accidentally or happen to have six dudes that didn't want to play anymore. I'm just saying. You know... If if I am an NFL guy right now, do do I take the chance of not playing and not getting paid? You know, I mean, Byron, I think it depends on money. Exactly. So, but, but, but a couple of these guys, go ahead. If you had $42 million in the bank and you were going to get offered another $8 million to play this year, but you're going to get COVID tested every day. I'm going to, I'm going to change this question. I want to change this. Uh, Would you rather Byron as an NFL player, would you rather get a concussion or COVID-19? Ooh. (laughs) 
The sad part about that is I have to think about it. Uh, yeah. So if the NFL was like, we'll play this year, but no helmets. <laughs> like it starts to change the way you think about risk versus reward, right? You go out there, you're risking yeah. concussion every time you play. So how does this rank? You know, like what, 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 what is the risk worth? Yeah. But here's the thing, but I, but I think, well, you could make that argument with uh, concussions as well, but it's the unknown about what this, this COVID thing would do even in the future. Uh, and, but you can make that same argument for concussions. We're not, we're learning now what the long-term effects yeah. of concussions are, but who knows what the long-term effects see, are. Of, of I, this I, I will, I will challenge you. I will say that the difference here is that if you're playing in the league, you've already been playing with the risk of concussions. So there's like, there's almost like you're kind of inoculated. Like you sort of know what you're, what you're risking. This COVID thing is an unknown for these guys. And this exactly. notion that there's like long-term, you know, heart damage, long-term lung damage. When you're an athlete, man. That's, like that's your moneymaker. It is your moneymaker. You're on the top, top tier of all competition. Like you can't afford to have like 96% lung capacity compared to the next guy. Like yeah. that, that might cost something else that is very yeah. unknown. And, and I get what you're saying. Like with concussions, we're still kind of learning like what that cost is, but that's, that's a tough, you know, if you're, if you're a low level dude, who's like looking for an opportunity to make his, his impression, like it might be a little bit more tempting, you know, maybe you end up playing for more money this year because you're willing to take a risk. But if you're a guy like Bobby says, got 42 mil in the bank, and a long career ahead of you, like, I don't know that it's worth it. Joe, to me, it's just a money thing. I'll actually tell you a funny story, but a friend of mine, Stu Bradley, played in the NFL, signed a $28 million deal for four years with Arizona. Just to tell you the kind of money he made, he made a bunch of money in Philly, too. He uh, broke his wrist really bad uh, when he went to Denver. And the doctor said if he broke his wrist once more, his wrist would be fused shut for the rest of his life. Like he wouldn't be able to bend it, nothing like that. Denver offered him like a $4 million a year contract. He was like, no, thanks. Cause it just, and I'm like $4 million. I'll fucking cut my leg off for $4 million at that point. It's <laughs> the crazy part. It's, it's, it's because yeah. I had zero, right? To go from zero to 4 million, that's life changing money. To go from 28 mil to 32, it's just not worth your risk is not working. So he was out. So I think it depends on where you are financially. Now you can up that if you're LeBron James, this sounds absurd, but LeBron James wouldn't miss $40 million from his bank account. Yeah. So like it, it might not be, I think it depends on where you are in the scale. You know what I mean? Well, that's, yeah. it's such a weird thing. I remember uh, listening to uh, of all people, Neil deGrasse Tyson, was talking about the value of loose change. And there was like a study done of like how much money needs to be on the ground before it's actually worth your time to like bend over and pick it up. Is it like, would you pick up a dime? Would you pick up a quarter? Does it have to be two quarters? How about bills? Is it like you see green, you're like, yeah, I'll pick that up. Otherwise I'm just walking past. And he said, according to that research, uh, for Bill Gates to bother bending over to pick up money, it has to be no less than $42,000. So think about that. If you're treating $42,000 like you or, or, or me or Bobby or, or Byron, like if you're like, we pick up chump change. But if you're like, what is that? 41K? I ain't got time for that. Like, it's a different world. And so it's like, it scales, you know? So I get that. 28 to 32 million doesn't seem like a big jump. 
but you yeah, know, especially 30, you 30K a year. Yeah. 30 yeah, K a year to 4 million all at once. That's a big jump. Well, yeah. And yeah. especially when you can consider COVID doesn't affect some people, but some people they get fucked up from that. Like, I don't know if I want to risk that if I don't have to, like if my mortgage isn't on the line, I don't know. And listen, if you're in your little bubble, Joe, in Stillwater, Minnesota, or, or Salt Lake, and you kind of go to the gym and you go home, and, and that's all you really do, you're pretty safe. I don't know if I want to be flying everywhere as an NFL player, taking flights every week, being around all kinds of other people. We, we talked about this last week. Like The NBA ball is a little bit more manageable because you just have smaller groups. You know, The teams are smaller. The number of coaches, the support staff is a lot smaller. With the NFL, like your team alone has got hundreds. You know, just between the the actual players, the different squads, the the coaches, the support staff, and everything. And now you want to bring in like you all have to get on an airplane. So now we've got like an airline involved in this thing. And what's their track record dealing with this right now? And so I, I would say if you're like a, a you know a league minimum wager who's who's hoping to impress somebody, like hell man, sign me up because if you're gonna pay me eight million this year versus uh, what I was gonna get, I'll take it. Yeah, let let the starters sit for you. That's fine. It's my chance to shine. Yeah, yeah. If, if you, I'm a pro bowler, uh, I got a career. I got <laughs> like no well, way. Or never mind a career. I have thirty mil in the bank. I can walk away. Fuck y'all. I'm good. I'm just staying in my yeah. house. Be all right. Like there's no point taking risks. Back to the NBA bubble for a quick second. There's been a burning question I've had on my mind since Sunday. I've wanted to ask Byron. Byron, how good are the wings at Magic City? First of all, um, <laughs> they're worth risking it all for. <laughs> and last time, you know, Magic City is is um, it's like a Broadway musical, man. You know, you that's the place you go to. You see some uh, high level performances. <laughs> Artistic performances, Byron. Very, I'm very just, high level I'm just art, saying, artistic performances. Lou, okay, so so this is a situation for people that do not understand what we're talking about. Uh, I my my first introduction to Magic City was uh, Byron was supposed to come and help me with a seminar um, when I was in Atlanta, and he went to Magic City and never showed up at the seminar the next day. <laughs> and I, I did some research into what it was, and it's a <sighs> Can you explain to me what you were doing at Magic City when you skipped my seminar? I was, I was, um, I was watching the play. Okay, so it is a strip club. Lou Williams from the Clippers got an exemption to leave the bubble to go to a funeral, and Joe he went and got wings at Magic City, the strip club. Fair or foul? <laughs> are they good? <laughs> the wings are pretty damn special. All right. I did some they look really good. But here's here's the wrinkle. He has his own wings named after him at Magic City. The Lou Will. So I feel like if I'm in a town and something's named after me, I kind of have a moral obligation to go get some. You know what I mean? That's disrespectful if you don't stop by. <laughs> but How you gonna be mad at him? Now man? everyone's on him about how he how he lied his way out of the bubble to go to a strip club. He went to, someone passed away. He went to the funeral. Then on the way home, he was hungry. He stopped to get some wings. Name a time you don't stop somewhere when you're hungry at night, sir. Hey, Byron. 
All right, all right. Hang on. Hold on. Let, let, let's rephrase that again. You're, you're just walking past a sandwich shop you never saw before. And there's a sign in the window that says Bobby Maximus eats for free. Do you keep walking? No, I go in hundred yeah, percent. So there you go. Exactly. But I, but I really <laughs> want to know from this, and this is where Byron's expertise, because you know, Joe wait and I are men of repute. Why? Uh, wait. I need someone of like a moral. <laughs> I need someone whose moral compass is slightly out of alignment for this one. I am. Byron, I am. What are you what, talking about? What did? <laughs> what What does a person have to do at Magic City to get wings named after them? I don't know. All right. This is your research project for the podcast. We need to find out. <laughs> okay. You put, put some legwork into this. We'll, we'll support you. We'll, we'll, we'll give you the resources you need. But you oh, yeah. find I'm out what it takes. I'm just going to tell y'all, it might cost y'all a couple of racks uh, for me to get some wings <laughs> named after me. Not a couple, quite a few. <laughs> hey, I'm going to put this in, in in language you can understand, Byron. How many singles did Lou Williams have to donate during his time <laughs> at Magic City? How many singles for him to get weights named after him? Quite a few uh, tens of thousands. <laughs> like, would, it, would, it, would it be enough for Bill Gates to pick up off of the floor? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Bill Gates will stop quite a few times. I'm just telling you. He probably has his own VIP seating section. This is true. This is true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just letting y'all know. That's how Lou is. I mean, not that I know Lou personally. <laughs> I do know I do know guys who are uh, in that profession. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you, you get hungry in the middle of the night on the way home from a funeral. Is this, just are, we, are we talking about food still, or is this a metaphor? <laughs> Byron, we know what you like. I'm just, I'm just grateful that in my bubble of moral goodness, I can reach out to people like you to help me understand the world better. Yeah, I just try to put it out there for the average person to understand. There you okay, go. Now, training question for you. For Joe, not, okay. not Byron. There's a multiple choice. Uh... I got to figure out how to word this. Um, A, Byron is too fat to do Nordic curls. B, Byron is too weak to do Nordic curls. C, Byron is too old to do Nordic curls. Which, which one? Or D, all of the above. All right. I, I am going to go with B. And the reason for that is because Byron has had issues that he is currently working to <laughs> overcome that are limiting his performance. That's why. Okay, visually for people that can't see at home, does it have anything to do with the fact that he's kind of shaped like an orange on two? <laughs> I'm going to go back to the same response. Byron has had sometimes, some issues. He's had to sometimes work Sometimes <laughs> I wish Lisa would just whoop his ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's going to start getting some texts from a couple of guys yeah, from this show. Okay, you would be like, whoop his ass. <laughs> Man. Joe, I'm nice to you. You work hard. I don't <laughs> work your physique. You know I mean, I work I hard too. What are you talking about? <laughs> I work hard too. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a strong human being. With your, with your, with your, with your, with your, with your, with your uh-huh. strong ass, what did you call them? 
Uh, hey. <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> Joe, can you please out. get him out of his feelings, please? <laughs> hey, uh, get him out of his feelings, please. Your post on Instagram, Kevin is a bench press specialist. He he put up 10 at 135 on the bench. <laughs> he, superhuman scar. The fuck is he talking about? Uh, he's, just, he's, just, he's just helping the guy feel good about himself. Ain't nothing wrong Someone, with that. You know what I mean? It's called being a decent <sighs> human being, Bobby. You need to look into this. <laughs> exactly. You know, Bobby, exactly. I, got new, I got a new phrase for you. You need to try Jesus. I throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it goes? Hey, man. Try Jesus, not me. Try Jesus, not me. He's nice. Try Jesus, not me. I will, I will point out, Jesus did at one point whip a bunch of people and flip some tables over, though. So yeah, That is true. So maybe don't try him too hard. <laughs> I just try to I remind people. How do you think it would feel? It's, it's, they're getting all religious. I said last week, we're going to talk religion. How would it feel if you got a backhand from the Son of God? Whew. I mean, like, you have to know you deserved it. <laughs> If Jesus slapped the piss at you, do you know how bad you would have to be? I mean, just, but, but I mean, like, he didn't just, like, you know, snap his fingers and send you right to eternal damnation. He's willing to correct you. So that's saying, okay, he cares. He cares, but I had that coming. Jesus, come here right quick. Come here right quick. Get your dumb ass out of my face. That's it. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry to all it. the people out there. I apologize. No, I love it. <laughs> oh, now we lost Bobby. Did we? Oh, good. All right. Finally, we can talk about something serious. Oh, my God. Watch him, watch him chime back in. Shit. He's, he's gonna. He's gonna. The, the ding dong and witch is dead. <laughs> You're just gone for two seconds. We're letting into him a little bit here. That goofy looking face of his. <laughs> Somebody's behind you. Hello. Here's my daughter. Clean up the language. What are you eating? Ice cream. She's got an ice cream. And guess who's back? I'm back. Oh, oh there he is. Hey, listen. Yes. New rule. Right, Never talk about Upstairs. Jesus again. The minute. The minute I said Jesus was all in his feelings, I, my laptop shorted out. I heard a loud crash from the outside. And the baby fell out of his little seat thing. I'm done. I'm no problem with that man again. <laughs> oh, it's because you live, you live in Salt Lake City, man. It's a special place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Do we have anything else to talk about today? I, 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 I have a question for you guys. I'm super curious about this, and, I, and I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around this phenomenon. But have either of you received strange packets of seeds from China? Yes, I planted them in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that, <laughs> this story, this is happening. <sighs> people, people in all 50 states now have received packets from China full of seeds. And the USDA is like, do not plant them. Do not handle them. Just let us know that you've received them. And some people are on Twitter saying, oh, I already planted them. And I'm thinking, what the, what the hell did you order? Just randomly get some damn seeds and say, let me just plant them. I'll just see what happens. What's the what worst else? that could happen? Byron, what else would you do with seeds? I'm either <laughs> planting these things or eating these things. One of the two. <laughs> I said random seeds. You just go, hey, oh, look. Some random seeds from China. 
But this, so this has been going on for a while. So initially, it was only like a couple of states, and then just today, right now, now, now they've got reports from all fifty. So somebody in China is sending seeds all over the U.S. So just like random people, and they're assuming it has something to do with like Amazon. Some of these companies are like sending out fake orders and then putting fake reviews up. But it could be bioterrorism. I mean, it could be like we're all planting little Audrey twos that are going to take over the United States. <laughs> so we don't know, but I find it really concerning that the USDA has no idea what these seeds are. Isn't that like your thing? Don't you have like people on staff who can look at a seed and be like, Oh yeah, that's for like a petunia. It, why don't we call Kim up? There you we go. Can do that. He can tell you everything about them seeds. He's, he's, he's going to be on a podcast. We actually already interviewed him. He's going to yep. be, Joe, maybe we should do him next. He's a gardener. I like it. Yeah, um, we'll put him up. He's hey. skilled in uh, growing tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> and he, hey. he's also a world-renowned uh, expert on hydroponics. Um, <laughs> and so maybe he can tell us what the seeds are, Byron. Listen, I do have, uh, speaking of Tim, I got a hustle going for Tim in the gym, man. Can't talk about it on the radio. It might get us in trouble. <laughs> but all I know is, got some, got some extra cash coming in. <laughs> slinging that stuff out the gym, baby. Well, is buddy. It, is, it, is it medicinal? Is that where hey, it came slinging that stuff out of the gym, baby. <laughs> you know, he grows it. That's all I can say. He grows it. I sell it. We both get paid. Is it is 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 it legal in Houston to do that? It's economics, Bobby. <laughs> legal, illegal. It's Everything economics. is legal, buddy. Everything is legal <laughs> until you get caught. It's all legal. Okay? All right. What? Did, speaking of of drugs, do you guys know where I can get any of this hydrocodone stuff to help my COVID? Your, your, your hydroxychloride, the, the fish tank cleaner? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine <laughs> stuff? Yeah. Ain't that what it's called? Hydro yeah, check, check, the, check the pet store, man. I'm sure they got it. <laughs> and little fish flakes. Yeah. Probably good for you. <laughs> I'm so confused. All the talk about this. There was a, there was a woman on, on the news talking about how she's a doctor, and then she was talking about how she treated people with that and Zithromax. And then all kinds of other people were saying it was like propaganda put up by Breitbart, that video. And like, I don't know what to believe. Well, I mean, if the president retweeted it, it has to be true. I mean, because he's the president, right? I feel like he got in trouble. For his <laughs> Some of them Michigan. I feel, like, I feel like he sort of walked out of a briefing yesterday when that question came up. <laughs> Like he got in trouble. Do you, do you realize she also said that alien DNA was used in treating? And he's just like, I, I have no idea any of that. I just, <laughs> just click share. Well, the Pentagon, <laughs> the Pentagon did admit that that they found some off Earth off road vehicles. <laughs> do you see that shit, Joe? <laughs> uh, I don't. I, they they also allowed the whole Area Fifty One thing to to grow to to cover up what they were really doing out there. So, I, I, what does that even mean? So, it, were, were were they like the the moon landers that China used? Are those is that off world enough? I don't know. No, they said the Pentagon has their words off world vehicles not made on this earth. 
Fair enough. No idea. And nobody seems to care. I feel like they just admitted there's aliens and nobody. Well, do they know where they were made or are they just assuming they weren't made on this earth? Like what, what about them is off this earth? Is it some metal or material that we've never identified? And then Marco Rubio, one of Byron's favorite people, said that he hopes that it's not from the Chinese or Russians or some other adversary. It's made some kind of technological leap. Oh, they're, they're just making this uh, public. Yeah. Off-world vehicles not made on this earth. Okay. You see what I'm talking about? This is weird shit. So if you guys are like trying to Google this, just Google Pentagon off earth vehicles. All right, here we go. 2020 on a roll. We were joking about aliens, but. Yeah. You know what the weird thing is? Nobody's talking about this. Nobody even cares about aliens. I'm guessing this is how the lizard people got here. And now, (laughs) and now they're in charge. So. We'll just we'll just let them have it. I personally I welcome our lizard overlords. They're doing a great job. Don't you guys what? think? Can they come and kill this shit that they planted on us then? So we got we got we got we got that's what that's what we're growing. We're growing like alien plants here to help recolonize the earth so the lizard people can live, breathe a little easier. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> we got Kanye saying that he's gonna beat Joe Biden in mail in boats alone. Kanye. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I miss the old Kanye. A college dropout, mm-hmm. late registration. That Kanye. Did anyone <laughs> confirm if he's actually got his name on the ballot yet? Uh, I haven't seen it. Like I don't think anywhere. This is. I mean, he can only technically get on like a handful of ballots. Right now, anyway, so like all the deadlines are passed, so it's really, yeah. So we couldn't vote for him anyway if we wanted to. Not really. I don't want to, but I was just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know if I want to vote for Biden. I damn sure don't want to vote for Trump. It's I'm, gonna weird. Move, I'm just gonna move to the moon. Yeah, it's just weird. I'm gonna go to Canada. How about that? Hey, I was thinking about this. Do you guys know Tom Hanks is now a Greek citizen? Did you hear that? He's out. He's gone. He's 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 Greek now. And I was thinking, like, well, I mean, okay, so so he's a guy who who's got a, a, a his brand, his image, everything that he's done, tons of money, and he's used his platform to help promote like. Greek issues in recent years. His wife has uh, has got some strong ties there. They own property there, and so it kind of makes sense for the government to be like, "Yeah, we're going to let you in." Other countries, it's not so easy to become a citizen. So, my question to you guys, and this is probably easy answer for Bobby, but if you if you were like, "That's it, I'm out of here," where would you go? I'm going to Ghana. Yeah, Ghana. Yep, going to Ghana. Everybody looks like me. <laughs> that's it. That's that's your standard. <laughs> hey. But what is, it, what, is it, what is it about Ghana? Like, have you have you ever been there before? Nah, I have some friends who are from there. They've, sure. they've, they've spoken on how wonderful it is, how beautiful it is. And I did some research that I believe that Ghana does have um, 
open uh, citizenship for wow. African-Americans who want to come back, as I said, come back home. Huh. Huh. I might have to look into Ghana. I lived in uh, in South Korea for a while, but if I want to become a citizen there, I owe two years in the military. So it's going to be a, yeah. be a rough ride. It's not something I think I would want to do. Yeah, and that's not not in that place at this time. It's not. I don't want to do it here. They yeah. sure don't want to do it nowhere else. Byron, I'm going to the mountains in the Yukon. Mm-hmm. And do what? Work out. Uh, <laughs> trees. Did you, run did you the see snow. that? Did you see that Wolverine movie with Hugh Jackman? That's like that's like it's Bobby's like, dreams. Like just hey, listen, find, find a little cabin listen, in the woods. There's like there's like six thousand feet of elevation, so I'm I'm free against the rising seas. There's no <laughs> earthquakes nor tornadoes. It's too cold for poisonous shit. Uh, I have Canadian citizenship. COVID can't another bear. Get up there. Gonna fight another bear. COVID's. Uh, I'm not worried about bears. I'm worried about the other people. I mean, I, I feel like I would be good, Joe. It would be like a Rocky Ford training montage with us all day, every day. Uh-huh. Knee deep snow, carrying logs through the woods. I have a nice log cabin. We'd be good. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to fuel a cabin over a, a Yukon winter. It's uh, fallen a lot of trees. We could we could go start a little like town together. Me, I'm into that. Let's do this. Why, what, wait, why do we need? Why do wait, we need an wait, excuse? Wait, Let's just go. I'm out. Wait, Let's wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time what? out. It's just out too. Ain't no women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, man. I love y'all and all, man. But come on now. You said we start a town, Byron. Oh, I would bring. I would bring my lovely wife. Joe would bring his lovely wife, and you would bring. What does, that do uh, for me? what does that do for me? Probably all your friends on Tinder. Yeah, I don't. I don't do Tinder. However, you get around. You don't understand your ways. Like Tupac, man. You make me sound like Tupac with this. I get around stuff. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna fish in the desert? <laughs> well then <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, we'll kill we'll we'll get we'll get I, I can't remember the same, we'll get two birds stoned with the same rock. We will build you a misfit gym up there and that will serve all your needs. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Hang up. <Look. laughs> I need to get off of this podcast right now before you give people the wrong idea of my chair. Okay? Okay? Listen, I believe you're just a little upset that, uh, I say that you don't. I'm just saying, I have beautiful women. You'll be set. Come to my gym. You'll be set in terms of your love life, your fitness, and your recreational drugs. You'll be good to go. <laughs> You'll be fucking set right up. How did I get pulled into this podcast? Because you guys, are, you're dragging my name in the mud. <laughs> and, and your mom will be there, too. Wait, watch her, yourself. I saw, her, I saw her doing some athletic stuff in the gym the other day. She was doing, like, are some you, kind of, like, jumps and shit. She looks good. Well, she's doing some A-skips out there at almost 70 years old. Come get yourself. Yeah, that was actually I wanted to talk about. That's impressive. <laughs> I can see where you get your athletic prowess now. She can move. <laughs> Listen, I just want to know. Where are the ladies going to be if there's a town with just three of us? I told you, you'd bring your gym. You'd be happy. Nah. No, 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 no. You know, I just, I need, I just need a pond to fish in because I like fishing. All right. We will, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something out for you, Byron. 
<sighs> you know, poor B. Poor B. You know, I'm 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 okay. I'm okay. I'm gonna stay here. Make sure the world does not come to an end in Houston. Uh, you know, are we gonna we, get? We are we gonna get like? Hurricane. Are we gonna get some Mad Max stuff going on? Like, at what point do we get to make that changeover from like, ah, society's kind of having a hard time to like playing electric guitar on the front of a flaming death vehicle? We're not far from it, Joe. Do you think? Uh, maybe, maybe six months. All right. You think? You think? Yeah, November 3rd or something like that? I don't know. What's the first Tuesday in November? Yeah, it'd be like November. Whatever happens in the election. I, I feel like it's not going to go good either way. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I feel like people are so... Here's, here's my thing right now, speaking seriously. I think people are so on one side of the fence or not like you, you, you have to hate Trump's guts or you have to love and worship. Like there's not really an in between. Mm -hmm. So if, if Biden wins, there's going to be a whole group of people who are mad and who are going to act out. And if Trump wins, there's going to be a whole bunch of people that are mad and are going to act out. So I, I just feel like there's no real, like in, unless some independent person comes out of nowhere, like Dwayne Johnson to, to rescue us. I think we're in trouble. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be bad either way. Because if Trump wins, it's going to be a whole bunch of people on the left crying. And if he loses, the people on the right, they're not necessarily going to be crying. I just think they're going to be a lot more ignorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just don't think there's a good, like, except with the exception of, and I say The Rock, like, half jokingly, but like, I think everybody would just love him and be cool with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he, he's kind of got that thing where, He's he's not right or left. Like he's super democratic in ways, but then he's like a hard ass, working out, drinking tequila. You know what I mean? Guys, yeah. big ass pickup truck, kind of guy that would tell you he's from Texas all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like that was a shot at me? Why are you standing there looking at me like that? It wasn't a shot at you at all. No. Yeah, right I told y'all the hardest line of hip hop ever was by Pimp C on Big Pimpin. Did, Byron, did I did I tell you the baddest man in Friendswoods back in the gym? Who's that? Your boy uh Bonnie Price. Hey, tell him don't don't listen. Okay. Friendswood and Fifth Water, two different places. Okay. Repeat that. Friendswood and Fifth Ward are two different places. What do you mean by that? What he means is being the hardest guy in one town does not mean you are also the hardest guy in the other. What I mean is, you know, Toronto got where you said uh, Drake is from. And then you got the part of Toronto where uh, your boy that shot Megan Stallion in the foot is from. Allegedly. <laughs> I apologize. And it wasn't her foot. <laughs> it was her crusty ass pinky toe. Pinky toe. It was a pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> so, just tell Ronnie, listen, I'm, I want to stick with the narrative that he's from Fifth Ward. Okay. All right. We're going to stick with that narrative because Friendswood and Fifth Ward are two different places. He's, he's good buddies with your guy, Tim. Oh, they, they grew up together. Yeah. They grew up together. 
That's his boy. He calls him his brother, actually, because when I first <laughs> met Tim, Tim said, yeah, my brother. I was like, oh, you got a brother? He was like, Ronnie Price. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was your brother. He said, well, really, that's not my brother. Ah. You know, but black folk do that. You know, we grow old with people. That's our brother. What's, what's going on with Meg the Stallion? Did you see her post yesterday? I think Meg the Stallion is out just looking for some attention. She, she, she thotting around, man. What's, what's thotting? Byron, Byron is an expert. I mean, Joe, don't fall into this trap. <laughs> this is all I know, Byron. I, I grew up in a in, you know, conservative Wisconsin town. I don't know anything about this kind you know of what I feel this is like This is completely Joe, foreign to me. Joe, you know what I feel this is like? I have to live vicariously through you and Bobby. And Bobby's not a good role model. Come on. Joe, I, feel like, I feel like the word thotting is like LARPing. Like, if you know what LARPing is, you <laughs> certainly engaged in LARPing. <laughs> So if like what you know like oh yeah thought this is this you're certainly engaged in that you know all about it. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. I, I live, I live in a very multicultural city, and this is part of the language that that they speak here. And so for me to to just maneuver and move around amongst the people, I must know their language. What's what's thought stand for? Um, <laughs> the heavens. Uh, something about See, heaven. That's what I'm talking about. You know there. all about the. You know, there was a girl I was training in the gym one time, and LARPing came up, and I'm like, "Hey, Jenny, you know what LARPing is?" She goes, "Oh yeah, live action role playing." I'm like, "Okay, you have of course dressed in a costume and swung a sword." So when Byron mm-hmm. starts talking about thottery and he knows what it stands for, of course he is engaged in some thottery. Uh, not true. I mean, <laughs> not recently. Not recently. I mean, <laughs> There was a moment in my life, okay, that I can say I was not the best example for my boys. Now I can wholeheartedly say I am the man that I wish that they will grow up to be. Really? Why are you looking at me like this, man? (laughs) You see? (laughs) That's some shit. All right. Oh man, you know I used to look up to you. I used to say, you know what? I was I was I was thinking off. I was thinking exactly this just the other day. I was like, there was a time when I held Bobby Maximus in this high esteem. And look at us now. Remember that? Joe, remember that? The man. good old days. Get to eat and hang out with this guy. He's awesome. Now all of a sudden like, oh shit. <laughs> We got to eat and hang out with this guy. <laughs> you got you guys chosen. I don't get you to hang out with me. And no one forced you. It's free will. No one forced you to come on this. Oh, shit. You signed <laughs> up for this shit. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, you know? That's how it is. Yes. Well, this has been fun, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, shit. I got to go practice my Nordic curls. Something yes, you do. And then yeah, uh, I'm gonna do it. When I do it, I'm gonna take a video of it like you no do. No way. I promise you, you cannot do one. Why can't I? A GHD doesn't count. A flag iron, there's no way. First of all, why did a GHD count? Pardon? Why doesn't it count? 
I want to hear your logic. Because it makes it, it makes it too easy because a pad is like in front of your thighs. It makes it easy. So do it on flat ground like me or, uh, I mean, the only other person I know that could do that many is Tyreek Hill. And, and I just think that your center of gravity is in the wrong location for you to do these. If my center of gravity was where you said it would be, it would be easier for me to do it. No, not when that, that, that. You say my center of gravity is actually in my midsection. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's not. it's not like if we're defining the midsection from the knees <laughs> to your sternum. We got, if we got any engineers in the listening audience, can you please draw a diagram here and help settle this debate? No, yeah. there's nothing to settle, Joe. <laughs> I digress from this topic with him. I feel like your Bill Belichickian type physique is probably not going to allow you to do Nordic curls. You're incorrect, buddy. But we're going to see it. We're going to see how strong those hands are. Listen, I am coming there once our city is open fully and I don't have to worry about this madness. You can do it. You can do it tonight. You can do it on the Misfit on the Misfit page. You'd have court hold your ankles and go to town. No, I'm not going back to the gym today. Today is my day off. I have a massage tonight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Doing it. Sorry. All right. Got somebody coming to rub on my voluptuous body. So like, uh, like, are we talking cupping deep tissue or a massage parlor? <laughs> <laughs> this is a very professional young lady. She handles professional athletes in the NBA and the NFL and MLB. And I am fortunate enough to be so one of her clients. So, so we're, if we're using professional. She's very professional. Okay, so you just, you just... Do I need to name them all? I'm trying not to name drop here. No, 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 but I don't I don't understand why you would use NFL and NBA players to try to tell me that you're doing something appropriate. Like, I mean, I, I, like w- Antonio Brown, Lou Williams, <laughs> Will Chamberlain. What about Will Chamberlain? Now that He's my I'm hero. Saying, what are you talking about? I'm just saying, you, <laughs> yeah, okay, Byron, you're good. <laughs> Joe. Joe, you're just going to ignore me, huh, Joe? You're just going to leave me out here by myself, right, Joe? Right, we'll this is how I get buddy. through life, man. This is this is my way. Are you guys, I'm For done. you guys out there listening, I'm, I'm good. I'm a good guy. I don't listen to these guys <laughs> very often. I work we out. Love we, we love you, Byron. Yeah, but yeah. Why does every t- uh, podcast title have my name in it? Is what I would like to know. Because you're our esteemed special guest. The show wouldn't go without you. <laughs> and I'm out. Bye bye. <laughs> Peace. Last of the real ones.